We are a group of friends bound by our appreciation for liberty and good podcasting. Free-minded thinkers from all walks of life, our values come together with one accord to discuss the common culture and news of the day, along with whatever random crap is going on in our lives. Welcome to the Union of the Unknowns. Ah, there's a baby. <laughs> That's a non-GMO a, baby, right? Right on cue, man. There's our future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. There's your white girl right there. Yeah. <laughs> She's non-GMO all the way, right, Tunes? Yes, ma'am. That's excellent. <laughs> What a good baby. Oh. She's never yeah, taken a bottle. She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's only been never on taken a bottle. Only on mama. What yeah. a good baby. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got that good, good, unvaxxed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was, I didn't even know that like the vaccines were, I vaccinated my kids when they were little. Like it never even occurred to me. People would call me on my radio station and really upset about it. And I was like, I don't know. What do I, you know, talk about it if you want to, but I just, I don't know. I can't evaluate them because I have no uh, medical training, I used to say. And now I just feel like it's the opposite. You need to prove it to me that it's safe. I agree. Yeah. And effective. Really agree. Uh, this is, gonna be a- is, a, is, a, is a good red pill in thing, actually. But the, co- the problems with the COVID jabs, not really vaccines, but have caused a lot of skepticism about vaccines in general. There's been a lot of people yes. not going along with it now. Yeah, COVID I feel like the COVID, already... the COVID stuff actually created anti-vaxxers, like real anti-vaxxers mm-hmm. that are going to question mm-hmm. other vaccines now because of the horse shit yeah. they pulled with this one. I never thought about vaccines before this. Now I'm like, fuck, what are we putting in people? <laughs> From yeah. the beginning, all of them, the yeah. flu shot. I, My yeah. mother's like, oh, I'm going to get the shingle <clears throat> shot. It's like, the shingle shot? Are you crazy? You know? <laughs> and she's like, I've done it before. And I was like, I don't know, mom. I don't know. Like, I don't know how much more you can take. You know, she's probably not resilient enough to take that, but she'll she only does half. Like, even when she gets pills from doctors, she just like breaks them in half. I don't need all that. And we're just like, that's like blood thinner, mom. You can't be messing with that. I can tell. I can tell. If so I can't take a, a hard left turn real quick. Um, I was talking to Bruce yesterday when I saw him about um, my wife's on a bunch of uh, more freedom oriented uh, Facebook pages and somebody was looking for um, breast milk and my wife's producing extra, you know, she's already feeding two, two children, but they were looking for a specifically unvaccinated breast breast milk. And uh, she was showing me some pictures of um, some ladies that had uh, milk that looked like it was turning blue. It was very weird. It almost looked like skim yeah. milk. It had a, a very thin layer of like cream almost. And then the bottom three quarters was, was like blue skim milk. Are you and, saying uh, that women don't want to feed their children their own breast milk because it, they ha- were vaccinated? I'm not, sure if that was the, I'm not sure if that was the case, but it was, it was specifically looking for un, uh, unvaccinated milk. And then it, there was a lot of uh, cases where uh, the milk is is coming out and l- it literally is blue like it it's it's weird wow. well, um yeah. but there was a hit the reproductive who who is the woman cases of of children uh killed uh, by breastfeeding from you know vaccinated mothers yeah, yeah I, did cases that. I can't remember her name but it was, it was laura something laura logan or somebody oh, uh that rings when, when my wife was still pregnant, uh, she was talking about how uh, breast milk will 
um, transfer the va- the vaccine to your baby. Yeah. And she, and this is, uh, you know, probably like six, eight months ago. Um, and now, you know, being my wife being on mom pages, she's seeing exactly what, what she was predicting. Uh, is the milk's changing color and it's uh it's something to do with like a, a bruising in the body uh, that's making it change color isn't that what the baby formula shortage was all about mm. getting women to vax women to breastfeed their kids yeah gary was that somebody oh yeah i think somebody wow. else yeah mentioned that i was like good point i never thought of that one i know I was curious if if anybody else had had seen um, had seen anything with uh, that specific topic. It it was mind blowing to me because, like I said, maybe six eight months ago, uh, I'm sorry, I forget the woman's name, but she was saying that uh, specifically breast milk is going to transfer the vaccine into babies, and she was saying that the milk is going to change color to either a green or a blue. Christiane Northrup used to. That Dr. North North talks about that, yeah. The spike protein has been detected in breast milk for sure. I know that's that's true. It's interesting, actually. I was was doing a little bit of research recently uh, because Ashley asked me a question about uh, Chinese relations with Australia. So I was just doing some research. And um, I did notice how in 2019, the Chinese bought up a couple of, there was a really large dairy. Uh, that produced uh, canned milk, you know, like, what is it? Infant milk? What do they call it again? Baby, Baby formula. formula. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was interesting because it's like, oh, the Chinese just bought up a huge dairy that produces baby formula in 2019. And it just went, I don't know, it just went through my mind. It's like, hmm, that was funny timing. Did they know what was coming? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was all over the World Economic Forum thing, that baby formula shortage as proof that we're in a global market and we can't afford to have, you know, not trade and to have a... Yeah, when was that? So when did... That was only recent. or post-2020, yeah. No, it was, it was just, it was the same time as that ridiculous Abbott thing. I did, that was one of the first deep dives I did just based on the congressional testimony that that entire thing was manufactured entire. There were no. The shortage. There were, there were no, the shortage was because they shut down the factory and made them recall the formula, even though there yeah. were four sick babies while 20% of all babies in the country ate from that factory. So there are going to be four sick babies any day. And in that group of one in five kids in the country, they're going to be sick babies and they were sick from some kind of, you know, bacteria or whatever, but that strain of it was not, the strain that made them sick was not found in that factory and not, none of it, none of the bacteria at all was found in any formula. So there's just, it was proven that that was not the source and they still made them recall, take it off the shelves and throw it in the garbage like that to me that's what caused the problem and then when they were ready to open up again the fda appealed to the doj and asked for permission to padlock the door and they got it and they just padlocked the door it was totally ready to go and then uh when they when that expired there was this insane i think there was literally like a fire and 
like a tornado. (laughs) It was a perfect storm. It was another (laughs) perfect storm. And I think it got six months of, uh, of babies back on breast milk. Yeah. vaccinated mothers aside that's probably a good idea for overall of course yeah that's why i was like why would they do something good yeah yeah interesting Mm -hmm. very um can i uh um i wanted to ask you a question monica Uh, you may have covered this in your podcast but as usual i'm I'm weeks behind It's totally fine because I repeat myself that I was taught in radio, like no one is listening to every word. You have to repeat yourself. And I couldn't, I was taught as a child, never repeat yourself. I have eight older brothers and sisters. It's like, shut the fuck up. You know, I heard that already. (laughs) So there was just no, I mean, I had to retrain my mind. And now I got in the habit of repeating myself, which I think is just really bad form, but I'll do it for you, Terry. Thank you very much. Now, I wanted to talk elections because, um, you know, you're a libertarian and, you, and you know, it's one side of you is obviously going to say, well, they're both, this, you know, they're all the same. It doesn't matter if you're an R, an R or a D because, you know, they're all basically fake. But then uh, I think about what Tom Wood says. And he says, you know, if you're uh, living in New York under, uh, you know, Governor Cuomo or you're living in Florida under Governor DeSantis, your life under COVID was very different. So that part of me thinks that elections are very important. And then given what's happened recently, have have the sort of globalists got total control over the election so they don't really care what's happening now? It seems to me that they care what the result is, otherwise they wouldn't be indulging in all this fraud. So I don't know, what do you think? Yeah, uh, a couple of things. One is I think it's like the propaganda, like the fire hose of propaganda constantly, like you have to have the elections. They are an important part of the mindset that allows us to consent to this stuff that we're all getting stuff we don't want. It's all controlled by propaganda. Our representatives are not responsive to what we want. They probably don't know what we want. Even when they try to give us referenda, they're written in a really impenetrable way. They're so grossly overfunded on the one side, whatever side of evil (laughs) they're always. So it's just, it's a complete facade. The whole thing of choice, of educated voters, of the party. I I believe that it's all a complete facade and that yes, um, the the voting props that up. However, they they do all that to, I think, so that, A, they have to get our buy-in. I don't think you have enough people who would not vote. You would need like 95% of the people to not vote for that to be the answer. And I've just, after all these years of trying to be a libertarian and talking about the Bill of Rights and reaching people and Ron Paul winning in Iowa, you know, if they, if Ron Paul starts winning in Iowa, you're getting a Trump. So it's not, this is, there is no way within the system to overturn this system. There just isn't. The only thing I think you get, and I think DeSantis is a CIA agent. Like I totally think that. However, would I rather him than Andrew Cuomo as president, most definitely, because either because he's there because that's where we are, or 
he's just going, maybe he's your hope or whatever, but he's just, he's going to give you, he's going to throw you a couple of bones. And what he did in Florida, for example, he, I, I've mentioned this before. I was talking to a doctor who was on a committee of uh, some medical research institute and they came up with the perfect protocol. It was very non-disruptive, whatever. They presented it to various governors, including Newsom and DeSantis. Newsom sent his flunky who was eating while they were talking about it, completely didn't care at all because there was no way they wanted to know. DeSantis was there, had questions, took notes and implemented the plan. And that was the plan that he, and it was political in so much as it was a totally, and he hired that base as fuck. Uh, Surgeon General down there? That guy. Wow. I just love that guy. And yeah, he's great. He was out here, but they didn't want him, right? So, so. Censored or something? What? Censored? Didn't he get, uh, the Surgeon General down there was, he was criticized for something like officially, wasn't he? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Officially in yes, Florida? He, yes, he um, he said we're not going to mandate uh, vaccines for our children. Uh, and he recommended and against it. For that. I think he got banned from Facebook and then quickly reinstated. Yeah, canceled think, or something. Anyway, anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Right, but it, but not by DeSantis. But he, what he no, said was he did not recommend it for children under twelve. So they so he gave that and he could justify it. It was very, very, very politically powerful to be that guy, to be that minority. And I, I mean, I don't, you know, I'm not as in touch with the rest of the country anymore because it's so intensely crazy living in like brutalist LA. But I, I feel like, I don't know why dominoes didn't fall necessarily or what he was just so powerful that he could keep that, make that happen. And maybe the political way of doing it is like you, it's like the, it's like the smoking rooms in hotels. Like he used to be a smoker and, oh, hello, puppy. Um, <laughs> Sorry. I used to be a smoker and you could smoke in hotel rooms and no hotel rooms really smell too much like smoke every once in a while. But then when they had only smoking hotel rooms, even as a smoker, I couldn't bear being in the That's rooms. Right, it's just all smoke. So I feel like, you know, Florida was the smoking hotel room. They're just like, well, we, we could have people smoking everywhere or we could just, you know, and then it wouldn't really bother me, but we just put them all in this one place and they can have their voice or whatever, but it won't, it, it won't um, be pervade. You know, it's core, it's, it's segregation. They segregated everybody into Florida um, to, to enjoy that freedom, to have that hero that Stella's talking about. And if he became president, I mean, he would have to deliver some of that. Like Trump didn't even have to deliver any, like he didn't really have that much to deliver of any concrete, but DeSantis's angle is a little bit different. Like he's supposedly, you know, good Republican conservative manager of government. Like he would be, if you have to have a CEO of government, which I hate that um, idea, but Trump was, you know, went bankrupt four times for good reason. Like that was not the reason to hire him as a CEO, but DeSantis could probably do a good job to the extent that we expected him to, at least in the first, you know, at least in in the beginning. And if he, there's no way he's going to turn like Reagan and start doing his own thing and have to get shot because he is deep, deep state, that guy. So, uh, but in the beginning, you know, they, they have to, and it certainly puts, you know, taps the brakes a little bit, 
do I think it's even worth voting? Is it that, is it, you know, I think, I don't think they can completely cheat in every single place. And if there were an overwhelming amount of votes one way or another, it'd be pretty hard to not be affected by that somehow. And for me, I really care about the issues like this uh, constitutional amendment that they voted for in California. It just shocks the conscience. It's an unlimited right to abortion, which means that they will fund it and they will fund it for people across the border. And it'll definitely be the model for the constitutional amendment, you know, the US constitutional amendment that I'm sure this Roe decision is, you know, promoting. And I, you know, that we have to vote against, but it won overwhelmingly because it was written in a way that just made it seem totally fine. And it's really not totally fine. So, I mean, I think you have to, you have to register your protest to that. You just have to until 95% of the people are just going to sit it out and we, we, and our, our government just disintegrates in in a vacuum, which I just don't think is going to happen. You know, I'm very long-winded, Terry, but. There you go. I'm uh, sort of interested in Can so, I can so I hop in real quick? I Terry? think your answer is it sort of does make a difference, but probably not in the end. I do it because I don't think it hurts. But um, nobody's going to yeah. tell me that I can't vote for Ron Paul. I register so I can vote for Ron Paul. If there's ever a blank line, I write Ron Paul. My favorite description of it uh, was uh, the Republicans are the Washington generals and the Democrats are the Harlem Globetrotters and the uh, Washington generals are there to uh, put up a real good fight, yeah. but in the end, the the Globetrotters always win. Yeah. Uh, that's Scott Lizard Abrams' uh, History Homeless podcast. Oh, nice. Um, well, yeah, but, and that's what but, Obamacare. What happened with Obamacare when when the generals had the ball? They were just yeah. like, "Oh shit, we weren't supposed to have the ball." Exactly, exactly. <laughs> they had uh, to pop it. <laughs> what I've been saying recently is, uh, Dan Crenshaw will be arguing uh, very passionately that the uh, gay BCs should be read in libraries for first graders in 10 years, 2030, Dan Crenshaw will be supporting um, the gay BCs in every elementary school across America. It's just, um, I mean, 10 years ago, look at what the Republicans were upset about. And now look at them now, 10 years from now, they'll be, you know, pro-trans, pro-abortion, pro- See, but then you've got to say, then you really know that that's this that's this totally different level agenda that is completely foreign to regular voting people because the the trans thing is like transhumanism population control but people aren't voting for that with an open mind it's and the republicans whatever then you're getting to the to the realm of like what stella was saying then it's such complete theater that I, I, you know, I don't know if it's hopeless or what, but like at that point, it's not because that's what people want. They've been propagandized to want it. As soon as you have a kid or like pay taxes or whatever, I feel like you, you snap back to what you're, what you learned as a child. And I feel like this feels so mechanical, so robotic, so like the machine will descend. Like if that stuff starts happening, they have to have a situation where we are so totally controlled we've got the turnkey metaverse or whatever, that it really won't matter what we think. And, so and I you guess, think that's you know. where we're heading. And uh, like, uh, I don't believe in the bilateral system in any way, shape or form. I think it's total theatre. But what I think maybe there is some value in, and, and, and our voting systems here in Australia are completely different to yours. We have to vote or we get fined. 
you guys, it's a choice. Yeah, I know. But anyway, that's another story. Um, but you, so you guys, it's a choice. You, you can choose to stay home or you can choose to go to the voting booth. But I think the value perhaps in voting maybe might be the social thermometer. It's, it's almost like it shows are people still interested? What are they kind of thinking? Do they still have some fight left in them? Is that a fairly valid thought? Yeah, to say that again, I was totally distracted. I got a message. <laughs> I was just saying, do you think the voting, the value in voting is not so much the actual illusion of having a say, but it's more about a social thermometer for, I don't know. Yes, yes. Runs the I system, I guess, and, and for the people as well. So that, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe they get can more be bothered getting off, of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like, have <laughs> people still got the fight in them? Where are they kind of situated in their heads? Is the propaganda working, et cetera? Yeah, and even just the way, I mean, it could be highly experimental in the way they word the referenda, the way they construct. I mean, that Fetterman totally, thing, yeah. that it's Fetterman like thing was clearly an experiment. Yeah, so exactly. this guy, exactly. you know, yeah, um, had uh, brain damage, won. That's crazy. I mean, you know, he makes Biden look like a sort of intellectual you know giant and a, and a fantastic orator i mean how could he win that was ridiculous are they just sort of going nah it's all fake you know and there's nothing you can yeah. do about it are they just sort of you know doing a yabu sucksters mute at this point nothing surprises me anymore i mean we had donald trump was the president of the united states and it just keeps getting but worse i was Biden. I for a fact that Hillary Clinton was going to win that race. Oh, me too. And then, and then Trump yeah. just pulls it off. I me too. Been. I didn't even like, believe it that night. Would it kill? What do you? What do you think of that? Uh, well, I thought that that election just made like it made my the way I was headed in my my brain at that point was like all of these elections are just completely rigged. There's no way. Hillary's going to win this. It's not even, it's not even matter. And I think that was the one that was the election where I wrote in Ron Paul because he wasn't running anymore, you know? And, uh, but anyway, then Trump wins and it made my, my thinking turn a little bit. And I thought, well, if it proves anything, it's that maybe elections aren't as fake as we think they are. Oh, see, I think it made, it was faker. I don't even really. Faker? Yeah. yeah do you think I, that I... might've been meant to have happened? Yeah, yeah, I definitely I think it's good. Think that. Yeah. And yeah. and look at what look at what happened. Someone had to preside over correcting that 2008 can kick. Somebody had to preside over the total destruction of the US economy and somebody had to be there to take the fall in case this it was discovered. I mean, and had to keep people in line. And who do you need to keep in line? You need to keep in line all those long guns in all the red states. That's what you have to keep in line. So he was the only one who could have who could have gotten us through this COVID thing. I mean, Hillary, there would have been an insurrection if Hillary had been down there. Well, yeah, and without Donald Trump, there would be no far right-wing insurrectionist, domestic terrorist Nazis. Who don't that, know the Bill of Rights anymore. Right. Yeah, but they went fascism. Yeah. They finally exactly. brought identity politics to the right. I mean, nothing could be, and I just do, don't believe, people were so like, I can't vote for Ron Paul. Like, I mean, yeah, he's a congressman, but he's so radical. And then you have Trump just saying stupid, embarrassing stuff all the time. Ridiculous, over the top stuff. We're not what he was like when he was a businessman, by the way. And, uh, you know, when it came to business, he was coherent. 
in New York, if as I recall. So I remember from the beginning thinking they rigged this thing for Trump. I thought. So you think that was all rigged, Monica? Because well, I, 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 I'm not saying I saw Trump... the evidence. I'm just saying that yeah. I can't believe that he won. But all that Ever. anti-Trump sentiment or the Trump derangement syndrome and the fact that they were so mad keen on, on not letting him in the next time, that was all part of the plan. Maybe there was a fracture within. No, I never believe that ever, 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 ever. No. I, uh, I just think that, I just, I think that conservatives are conservative. <laughs> I don't think they're voting for, I, I just don't, I don't know. Um, oh, Trump wasn't very conservative. No. At all. And not in any way, not in his politics. He a goddamn socialist, <laughs> anti-Second Amendment vaccine salesman. Yeah. And, and he wasn't conservative too... in his manner. Conservatives aren't great at conserving anyway. Let's let's so let's think of a better word for that. <laughs> here was a I, yeah, you're right. I but I have to just There's point speed this out. bumps. There was, I remember watching the Obama, the RNC and DNC when Obama was elected, and the DNC had people, everybody, everybody was, you know, painted and you know, old ladies with like halter tops on and just, it was, you know, freaks, you know, they were just old hippie freaks. And then, and the RNC, when there was like a little Ron Paul insurrectionist in the corner who like maybe were wearing t-shirts instead of suits and ties, like that was it. And it was funny, like the side-by-side, -side, I remember laughing about it. And then you have, all of a sudden you have all the Trump people who who were kind of more flamboyant in their in their you know people weren't wearing suits anymore at that thing and i just remember thinking like now all of a sudden the kind of nutty nutty gang is the republicans like that just see i'm not i'm not making these judgment calls i like the maga crowd i'm just saying it just seemed like not where the republicans were and all of a sudden they became this other thing. And I, and I, and when Obama leaked that when in 2012, like the Democrat party is ab abandoning the white middle class, like you would only say that if you wanted to alienate them. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they really care really. I mean, they're just so, I don't think there's been a time when politicians have been more disconnected from ordinary people. Not that I can remember. And, and we're and proud so of it. Yeah, they're proud of it. And then they sort of look down on, on ordinary people. You know, they, they've got, the Dems in particular, have got utter contempt for the, these MAGA Republicans who voted for Trump, which is like, what, 30% of the country? It just seems, uh, it, it seems like we're more at a sort of pre-collapse phase of, of, you know, Western society, really, to me. And, you know, it, they've shown all these signs of all the sort of... Uh, transhumanism and the transgenderism you know it's like it's like kind of the last days of the roman empire that's just my take on it and i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing i think something good could come out of it you know you know if we all end up divided and having to live in florida under somebody a bit like desantis who gives us a bit more freedom that that would be fine by me <laughs> it's the, yeah, that's the what future I was but the future guys... free state of new hampshire do you think that's gonna work we're going to fight. No, absolutely not. But me and Bruce are going to try.
<laughs> I wanted to ask you guys if you think that, do you believe that there has been in recent years a, a record turnout in votes? This was one thing I did when Trump got elected. I did not believe the voting numbers at all. It said 85% of eligible voters voted. Come on. Yeah, no way. No. Yeah, that seems a bit high. Does that the include dead is, people? Yeah. And cactuses? <laughs> yeah. It was the highest like in 100 years. And 100 years ago, eligible voters was a smaller percentage of the population. It was like, you know, right? And and then look at who voted, how many people voted for Joe Biden. Yeah, that's right. Trump's vote went up. And, but, and yet even more people vote for Biden. I mean, that's just completely, yeah. that really was like they were saying, you know, uh, we're just you know, going to fake it and there's nothing you can do about it. Well, we need to save democracy. It hasn't, <laughs> hasn't done a very good job. It could have saved itself all along. So, yeah, no, I'm not. Um, if you guys want to hit any other thing, I'm fine. I'm happy to. I just want to say one other thing, Monica. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you know how like um, Trump, everyone was like, and especially like a lot of Christians and stuff like that, um, were like, oh, he's all of a sudden he became like the right wing savior and so forth. And then all of a sudden um, um, uh, Elon Musk is like the free speech savior. And it's like, it's noticing more and more about how like all these alleged saviors are coming to like rescue people. And, um, you know, they do say uh, in the book, it's like the end times. And I'm not, I, I, even though I'm a Christian, I'm not as well versed as I should be. Um, uh, so anyhow, so even though I, I'm supposed to be, but anyways, that's a whole other story. Um, they do talk about how there's like a false prophet uh, in Revelations where someone is supposed to be like loved by everyone and everyone is just so blinded by them. So I just feel like this is just like a representation that is, go find Patrick. That's a representation that is like leading up to all of that. And like, they're just like, it's like these little testers right now. What, what do you think about that? Well, I think they give the heroes to neutralize us so you don't have to worry about it. Somebody else is doing it. And uh, so I don't, I, I never believed in, you know, these cults of personality are all setups, in my opinion. Um, I do like this idea of an antichrist has always, you know, I've been taught that since I was little. I don't know what. Pope Francis's deal is at all, but he, of all the times I've looked into popes and trying to see if they really say things that are contrary to Catholic teaching. And I feel like he was the first one where I was, it was crystal clear to me that he was doing that. But I also concluded a long time ago that there, you could not, you could not be held responsible for recognizing an antichrist who didn't do anything wrong until it was too late. Like, mm. so if somebody really says all the right things and then 
uh, you believe in it and then all of a sudden pulls off the mask and it's Lucifer, like that isn't a way to separate uh, the goats from the sheep. You know, that isn't, that is, cannot be God's litmus test because it has to be something that you can recognize if it's going to be, if he's going to actually hold us accountable for this judgment, it has to be something that our reason and our understanding of right and wrong and our free will can get us on the right side of that. And that's why I'm so, I I always ask, like, even with Ron Paul, I understand what you're saying, like just a hero is bad, whatever, but I feel like if there is a hero, if there is a second coming, or if there is an antichrist or whatever, we simply must have the facility to determine if someone's good or bad. Like they, I always look for like, what is the evidence that this person is bad? And I knew with Trump right away, not saying he was bad or the antichrist or any of that, but he did not talk about the bill of rights. And that's all we need. All we need is the Bill of Rights. We don't need anything else. The entire world just needs the Bill of Rights, and that solves the problem. So that's what people need to focus on. And like with Elon Musk, he's a complete hypocrite. He cannot be a small government guy. He was built by the government. That's just ridiculous. His idea is ridiculous. And he's, again, like Trump, just bombastic and combative and doing things that would get you in trouble. You cannot tweet about insider knowledge of a, you know, I, I would have been fired from my job if I did that. You can't set an example of doing things wrong and getting away with it. It's, it was like that, all that, um, I mean, there are other examples, really aggressive. I, I can't remember, but the uh, examples have come up over time where they're modeling this, this terrible behavior and then, uh, acting like they're your hero and your friend. It's not true. So you, so you have to, I think, approach it with, with discernment, how they act. Like that's right out of the Bible, right? By his acts, you will know him or whatever. Like you have to be able to trust your discernment. And I, and so far I feel like, um, I feel like that works. And there, there is, you know, we were talking about some examples of people who are big in the podcasting world and some big time podcasters, you can tell that they are pulling punches or like when John McAfee didn't believe in 9-11 and did believe in the moon landing. I'm like, okay, this, I don't know why that guy's saying that, but I don't believe that he's being honest about that. And that's kind of sketchy. And then there are other people who say all the right things, but like Stella was saying about Ron Paul, like, you know, but maybe you just have to have a person like that, that those people I'm going to wait because I feel like they will have to, they, they'll have to show themselves. Like I'll be cautious about it, but I feel like I'm still relying on my discernment and, and the evidence. Like you have to have something to hang on to, or you're going to make yourself crazy and you're going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. So yes, I think Trump and Musk are fake, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, people who are, who haven't revealed themselves, I'll, I will give them the benefit of the doubt. And I, I trust that they'll reveal themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I like the way that you said that. It's like, you just never really, it's, we can't, it's not our fault if they have deceived us because we don't really know until they take that mask off, you know? Unless Except you can you know and refuse yeah. to. Yeah. If you yeah. can yeah, know well, and refuse, that's a sin. It does say to test everything by the scriptures. And um, I will say one other thing. I, I pray for discernment on a daily basis. Um, it's a gift. 
you pray for these for discernment Di- discernment yes. yes to keep it yeah. keep it sharp yeah and you know what you need for that is you need to be right with yourself because, know thyself exactly yeah because if you if you are not crystal clear on who you are what your faults are you cannot like really look in you know look within yourself for the truth like there's something there that's in the way and I agree. I, and that's why like that's what people will say like you can't be objective i'm like i'm pretty objective because i go to sleep at night you know bare-faced and i try to like that's why i remember i quit drinking for like a year and a half and i had to you had to process like all the stupid things you did when you were a kid and a teenager and all that stuff like you're just not going to sleep at night if you're remembering that stuff and if you need to like have the tv on or you need to like drink yourself to sleep or take pills i think a lot of that is people just not wanting to really look at the truth and i if you can't if you have those barriers i don't think you're gonna be able to look because you're afraid of what would happen if you saw the truth which is the republicans lie too (laughs) like that would be a problem if you spent your life just hoping for the best that's what we're talking about. But preparing for the worst. Right? <laughs> Say that again, Keel. I said you guys are talking about the Matrix, right? Because all that stuff happened in the Matrix. What? What? The or the Oracle says, "Know thyself," and Neo's no. struggle throughout the whole movie. <laughs> oh was, wow, that's good. Is, is and this you supposed know... to be real or not? And yeah, and the guy yeah, who goes back from is the Matrix. plugged in again. <laughs> does he does he want to really know if he's the one, or does he not want to know? I. Here's something. I am. I am not. Uh, I find that figuring that stuff out yourself is the only way to really understand it. Like philosophy. Like I always say, philosophy should be taught in retirement homes, not in colleges, because I don't think you can understand it from words on a page unless it's somebody trying to articulate what you have actually induced you know or whatever however you you get information like firsthand inside your brain so i feel like that's the the same thing with these little things that may sound trite or you know came straight out of the matrix like there's a million possible things that you could quote from a million possible movies but it's only when you've actually had that insight and maybe it's it's a it is a smorgasbord that for each individual person but i i do think that those kind of truths hey man the matrix was Matrix was there for a reason. Or maybe we're in the Matrix. Oh, forget. Well, we are actually. (laughs) So, yeah, we could philosophize forever. We'll have to do this again. This is super, super fun. I love it. Where's Ashley? Well, uh, um, Ashley couldn't make it tonight. um, But um, something you were saying uh, was reminding me of her because um, I, I was sort of thinking about what we what we do about the the majority of these blue-pilled people who are going along with everything and you know that's fine but during the covid epoch it was a bit dangerous to us all didn't they they wanted to, to lock us up and jab us and and maybe even kill us because they thought we were a danger to everything do we do we just have to give up on them or do we and you know go our own way or can we sort of bring them all back together in a sort of lovely kumbaya moment and <laughs> I think this is a Brucey question because I feel like is, is truth truth? Well, <laughs> but will they come around? Well, I just hang out with these people now. <laughs> that life is short. But don't do you think that truth is is just 
that we have this, uh, you can't fool all the people all the time. Or yeah. you think they're hopeless? A lot of well, them are hopeless. Yeah, I think a lot of them are hopeless, yeah. Because I've seen so many instances where it's the perfect example is the, the I hate to keep going back to the COVID shit, but like the vaccine and how if you don't take it, the people that were screaming at you that if you don't take it, you're killing people, you need to take it. Those same exact people you say, uh, how's that vaccine working out for you? And they go, it's just supposed to keep you out of the hospital. That's, they, <laughs> that's what they say now. So why why did you scream that I needed to take this because or I'm going to kill you? And, now and that's you, what it said from the beginning. That and, was the truth from the beginning. The and song. now I know, I know. But and now they go to they to just switch to that. Yeah. What the fuck were you talking about? They don't think that far ahead. I mean, they can't think past their <laughs> their, their own nose. So that kind of rational argument is going to go nowhere with people like that. I'm not even well, trying no. to have an argument. I just. It's just ridiculous. No, I know. It's, I don't know what I've been asking myself <laughs> the same thing. They don't seem to be open to logic and facts and sort of reasonable argument, do they? they, they it's like a religion, it's like a culture. It's, it's a exactly death cult in many ways. But they are brainwashed. They are literally brainwashed. They're they are the plugged same... into certain devices and they are on a certain frequency. They're the same and... people that shit on religion and scream science, but they're treating it like a religion. It's super religious. It's, yeah. It's the same totally. shit. But I wonder yep. if it's like what Toon said in the masculinity episode about, okay, what, what's going to happen when the soy boy is in charge of, you know, <clears throat> minding the borders or whatever. If people can't recognize truth, how long do they occupy high staff positions? You know, how long can those people, doesn't the whole thing fall apart if you've, if you've called out anyone who can think? What's the city it's in Mississippi? Sorry, teams. No, Jackson, Mississippi, where where they don't have water anymore because they affirmative actioned all their engineers uh, out of a job. Yeah, I mean that's what happens. I mean that's what's <laughs> happening on boards. The they're they're yeah. only women can sit on boards. So in industries yeah. that don't have a lot of high ranking women, there's just like one guy on the board who now runs the entire board. And I can't believe this is a thing, but like the chairman of the board and the CEO are often the same person. Which means no board. Exactly, yeah. You know, yep. nobody is minding the store, which I mm. guess means they're plugging into that big matrix in Switzerland. But uh, yep. that's what's yeah. happening. I, th I think that yeah. everything pretty much at a level beyond anything that we could possibly really fathom has been so infiltrated that um, the top level areas are being run with, you know, as you say, one or two people, while the other useless, non thinking people that are left. Um, they're just there, there to pull their strings sort of thing and just be drones, do their work. Um, but that, that is what I believe is happening. It is so infiltrated now, which is why they don't even have to pretend anymore. They don't have to pretend to be our friend. They don't have to yeah. pretend to be that doing day will come. Yeah. the right thing because it is, it is so infiltrated and I do, well, yeah, I'll stop there. <laughs> we're going to have to bring it up to a white pill. I will not end on a black pill. Yeah. Uh, I no, I don't do think it. it is. A, I don't think it is a black pill because you know I, I think uh, our society has gone badly wrong and it's it's heading for a collapse. But I think something good might come out of it. And Toons often says that you know that we've got hard times ahead, but you know we'll we'll win in the end and 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 good things will come out of it. I think we are the white pills. Yeah, yeah. I, I was just thinking as... that same thing, Stella. 
some people are not genetically mind because I worry about GMO people not being able to think. You know, GMO yeah. people is the end of humanity, but there are exactly. enough of us who are keeping our seats at the table of humanity that, yeah, my son, but he says it's Blade Runner. He said, it's going to be Blade Runner. It's not going to be the Matrix. It's going to be Blade Runner where it's kind of normal, but a little bit fucked up. And people are, (laughs) you know, people are human, but also robots. And some of the robots are human, but basically we're all going to have the same crap and, you know, our kids are going to be our kids. And I was like, but are, is there going to be like a ton of Monica in the future? He's like, yeah, but they're going to be futures and future Monica's. So I think as long as there isn't a GMO, like as long as we, there, like we will still be human beings and our descendants will be human beings. And there was fluoride in the water when I grew up and I can still think, so it's not perfect, but I feel like we're going to, we're going to, we're going to be the seeds of humanity. And do you really need 7 billion seeds? Maybe, Mm. uh, Maybe if there's, you know, two or three billion of us, like Bill Gates is like, oh, that's all you need. It's like, but that you're going to have at least that many, if it's enough for a seed population of people who aren't GMO'd and are the descendants of people like us. Well, isn't isn't Genghis Khan uh, like 10% of the Asian population? <laughs> that's that's so. another thing. So. He walks around the house doing Mongolian throat singing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> what do you mean hell yeah like how is that that's just awesome, awesome man that's just that's awesome, awesome and he's so that's good toxic at masculinity <laughs> yeah he's so good he knows the guy like he yes he, he has on his spotify like the guy like the best mongolian throat singer it's very funny and then i talked to Havore morich and he did a peace course in, in mongolia so it was you know just i didn't know mongolia was making such a comeback i think it's the who <laughs> I think it's the who that's making me oh, pretty good i love the who yeah the who. <laughs> so yes so, so 600, you know, 600 years from now all the all the men will be uh 10 percent me 10 percent the rest of you tunes yeah yeah we got that to I, look forward to you're gonna need a force multiplier and i'm, I'm not <laughs> sure that <laughs> one chicken at a time is gonna do it tunes but... maybe maybe my son maybe my son you don't know Yes, yes, we'll have to we'll have to <laughs> adapt our morality to the new needs. But yes, yeah, that's, so that's what our, what our job's going to be is to retain the wisdom. Um, because you know, if things do disappear, just imagine, just imagine if the internet and everything disappeared, your your books are going to be really valuable. Just our wisdom, um, it's it, it could go back to passing things on word of mouth for some time. We don't know because we are so dependent. We just assume that everything's still going to be working tomorrow. But maybe not. You know, it might be an improvement because then really oh, you wouldn't so. waste your time on anything that isn't true. Absolutely. I think it would be awesome. <laughs> I'm going Percy. I'm, I'm, go go I'm going to Lanny and Chuds. That's what I if I if I if I had to <laughs> to start on the road, <laughs> I would head Good straight choice. up to Lanny and Chuds. Yeah. And I yeah. if I was in New England, I would head to these guys, six oh three. Come on up. <laughs> I've got a white pill from you, Monica, for you, Monica, right. from what you were Let's saying about the Who. Um, the the Who, the Mongolian heavy metal band, who are awesome, by the way, uh, are extremely popular on YouTube. And I think one of the reasons is um, they've got this song, Wolf Totem, which is all about how if uh, people are going to invade their land, they're going to basically kill them and attack them with swords and, and, you know, basically they'll regret them. 
So they're sort of celebrating a, a more traditional form of masculinity. And I think that's very popular. You know, people are crying out for that in the West because every I think deep down, even normies know that what's going on is, is not quite right. You know, it's kind of anti-common sense and, and anti-reality, really. You know, and uh, people don't really feel comfortable with that, I think. Yeah, and and there is a reality of having kids and paying taxes that I think wake people up to, you know, that's why it's all like the college students who who are the the most <laughs> vociferous. And I think that they they they're naturally, you know, they they're a self-curing thing. They will grow up and out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Grand pendulum is is gonna swing back and maybe we're seeing the starts of it in these uh these little bits and pieces amen we are at the vanguard of that <laughs> <laughs> um i i know we're gonna get ready to close out thank you monica you went over a little over for us so we're gonna have a part one and a part two with this um and so monica do you want to let everybody know where they can find you and um and then just let us know Yes, I certainly will. Thank you. So I am Monica Perez. I do still contribute what all my content to rockfin.com slash propaganda report, but I uh, am now, I, I'm on the propaganda report on your favorite podcasting platform, but also deep dives with Monica Perez, where I do put everything that I do, which is uh, interviews, buddy dives like this, and uh, my deep dives where I take one headline from the day and really figure out what's underneath that story. And I think that adds a lot of value and I spend a lot of time and effort on it. People seem to like it. And that's what I try to focus my time on because I feel like it's the most value added. And you can get that. Uh, at the feed is Monica's, is uh, Deep Dives with Monica Perez. My website's monicasdeepdives.com. And um that's it. I put my stuff on Rumble and Rockfin and I'm where can we get one of those cool mugs that uh, Keel has? Oh, thank you for asking. Well, to my hosts, I will send them as a courtesy, but if anybody else wants to buy them yeah, and I'm thinking of doing one with my actual logo that has my face on it and calling it the mug mug. Okay. So <laughs> uh, that is, thank you. That's I like it. I like the, uh, those are, I love that. Yeah, I like the colors, even though Ukraine kind of ripped them off a little bit, but that too shall pass. You can get that at monicasdeepdives.com if you go to support. There's a little shopping button there, and you can get that. You can get Propaganda Report t-shirts and all that good stuff. I am well, currently you, using Monica. my Monica mug right now, too. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you everyone for coming on this evening. Really appreciate it. Monica, it's always a pleasure. Thank you for being our, what was it? Mother of podcasting or something? Pod mother. <laughs> yes. Pod Monica, mother, that's right. I, I need to thank you, Monica. I need to thank you because without you, I never would have met any of these lovely people. That's so oh, great. That was such so a valuable great. effort. No, and I, for real. I, I talk to all of these people on a daily basis now and it's, I felt so guilty when I had to step back from the propaganda report, but I just could not, I, I don't know how I did it for so long, but I could not sustain that. Hmm? Yeah. It's a it lot of lot. work. Yeah. But when I think of the lasting connections that came out of that, the community that we built, like I would not have changed that for anything. Like it was 
the uh, one fruit of my labors there that I feel like had some profound value was the connections I've made also the friendships I've made with you guys. I mean, I have in, in real life, like gotten on planes and just to visit people who I met through the show. And, uh, it's just been great. I'm so glad I'm so just does my heart. Good. I think I hope to see the, you in Australia. That's the mm -hmm. real white pill here is that we've all come yes. together. We've created things and we've created this show. It's, this would never have happened. I mean, it's, uh, it's a good yeah. thing. It's just going to get better. Yeah. And the support, like the, it's an antidote to this, uh, you know, psychological attack from mm -hmm. that the screens are all about that, but it's also the, it's kind of like eBay. It's like eBay is the greatest thing that came out of the internet because you are connecting this obscure little piece of trash with somebody who thinks it's treasure and you could never do it any other way. It's just genius. And I feel like this is the same thing. Like the chance that I have, I, I've lived in places for years and made like no friends. And now just through mm -hmm. this show, I've made like dozens of actual friends, people I would count on really. And uh, that's great. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. All right, you guys, you have a fantastic evening. This is another episode of Union of the Unknowns. All right, ciao. Thanks, ciao. love y'all. See you guys. Thank you for tuning in for another episode of Union of the Unknowns. You can find new episodes every week on all your favorite podcasting networks.